five in three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast, three and out fantasy football edition, your favorite fantasy football podcast. And folks, I know you get sick of hearing me say it because I say it every week, but this is really a special show for kids of the 70s out there who remember the Camp David Accords with Jimmy Carter and Anwar Sadat and Menachtin Begin and the Middle East Peace Talks. Folks, what we have here tonight is on par with that. Call it the Oil and Water Show. Call it whatever you'd like. But we've got a straight-up legitimate fantasy football feud come to life here on 3 and Out. And I, for one, am very excited. Uh, on one side, we've got a gentleman uh, who is going to go by the name of Fart Hammer. That's what we're going to call him tonight. And we once thought... He once thought that he was Lebanese, uh, but now we understand that he's Italian, I guess. Um, regardless of his heritage, it really doesn't matter. He no longer appreciates being called the Dark Lord and evil and fantasy football Darth Vader and Sith Lord and all that stuff, even though for years and years and years he not only liked it, but he leaned right into it. He doesn't want that anymore, so he's going for a type of rebranding. And his agent got in touch with my agent, and we had him on the show. We got him scheduled, but there's some very tight restrictions to how he can be on this show. So later on, he's going to call in, uh, and and his stipulations was basically I had to give all the questions I was going to ask to him beforehand to get scrubbed through his legal counsel, which they did. They gave me back a kind of sanitized version, but I've got eight questions to ask him when he does get on, on, on the line. So... Uh, we're going to make the most of it. He's looking to rebrand, uh, rebrand himself as kind of a white knight of fantasy football. Uh, and on the other side, um, if if he is Anwar Sadat, uh, Menachtin Begin is over here on this side. Um, he's going to go by the name of Durka, Durka, Durka. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Durka. Thank you, Choking Hazard. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you on. And, you know, before I even get started, I just want to say thank you for uh, being willing to come on live. You didn't have any stipulations. You didn't have any restrictions. You just said, you know what? Let's do this thing. Let's get on the air. Let's hash it out. And I really appreciate that from somebody who's trying to put together a somewhat entertaining 20 to 30 minute show. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, the format's three and out. Each one of us gets uh, a topic. Normally, normally I would have the guest go first, but I don't know when our next guest is going to jump in. So I'm going to start things off uh, with the very first question. And it's more of a question than it is a take, okay? And it's a question for okay. you, Mr. Durka. What exactly, if you could explain, and there's a whole audience here of people that are, oh, wait a second. I think that maybe this might be our guest. Hang on one second. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. Is, is this Mr. Farthammer? Hello? Yes. Oh, good. And, and, and Mr. Hello. Durka, are you still there? I am. Oh, still having well, some issues, but yes, I'm still here. You sound fine. And, and this is really, this is monumental. This is like Neil Armstrong on the moon type shit right here. We're getting these two folks live. We're going to we're going to work towards peace. We're going to work towards the rebranding. Um, Mr. Hammer, I would just... Guys, yes, go right ahead, please. Are you guys talking about Hanukkah? 
because I know you're probably talking about coupons. <laughs> well, we hadn't got to that, but that was my very first question. So I appreciate you uh, being on the right page. It sounds like you're going. Listen, so- listen, listen to me. Listen, to me. I'm out for a walk tonight. Everyone's calling me a pussy for not getting on the phone tonight, but I decided to use all the prowess I have when I take down the most hardened criminals in Newcastle. And I am on my way walking down to the basketball court to get ready to play the one-on-one match with Matt. That never happened. And then from there, I'm going right to the Hickory Farm store to get myself a meat log. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to enter in the front this fucking time. I'm going to enter from the side. I'm going to enter from the side. Folks, that's, what do you great, got for me? that's great advice. Uh, always from the side, no matter what. No matter what anyone tells always. you, always from the side. Uh, okay, I, I was uh-huh. just explaining to Mr. Durka and our entire audience here that uh, we have a very specific list of questions that your legal counsel made us stick to. So we're going to go right through those. I don't want to get in any trouble. You sound like you've got uh, a pretty f- powerful legal force behind you, so I'm just going to keep this just the way you want it. So question number one for you, sir. Uh, yeah. It's been said that you seek advice, fantasy football advice, from a wise old woman that lives on a hill. Uh, and can you can you tell us what her name is? Her name is Rachel. Ah, her name is Rachel. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ask any more questions. I'd love to find out where Rachel really lives so I can go get the same advice that you get. But I'm going to leave that alone. Question number two. What is your – this is a two-part question, so you have to wait for the whole thing. What is your favorite dessert and – your go-to arts and crafts tool. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with fudge and glue. Fudge and, fudge and glue. glue. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag fudge and glue. Hashtag fudge and glue. Yeah. Who doesn't love a little fudge and glue? Okay. <clears throat> question number three. Uh, I, I feel like we're making progress here, uh, folks. Uh, question number three. What alcohol goes best with club soda? Uh, I think that the uh, the Celtic Hebrew would agree with me that it's Vodak every time. Vodak, yep. Vodak. I love me a Vodak. Dirker, would you agree with that? Um, if we were on video, you'd notice I'm actually drinking that as we speak. Hey, see, now there's did, common ground. Did you get it? Uh, I bet he drove from Maine down to New Hampshire to get the best <laughs> deal for it. <laughs> Oh, let's just let's just take baby steps towards progression, please, Mr. Hammer. I'm not looking to fight a whole war here. We're trying to make progress, not go backwards. Question number four. Um, okay, so from what we can gather, it's very tough because it's not easy to do a background check on you, but what we can gather on your background, uh, you were actually raised on a chicken farm. You were a chicken farmer. And from your extensive experience as part of a chicken farm, what's the best thing that can happen with an egg? Hatch. Uh, You want the egg to hatch, really. You want anything to hatch. That's right. Especially when you hang out with Farley and you hang out with Frank the Tank. You you want to hatch. Chickens hatching, me hatching, summertime hatching, off the pee. I like to hatch. Excellent. Uh, everybody likes a good hatch now and then. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with that, right, Durka? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Question number five. Uh, what do you call a group of wild periwinkles? Perios. Perios. Hashtag Perios. Perios. Yeah. 
So in the same way that like <laughs> geese are a gaggle and, you know, a herd of buffalo, it's a perios of periwinkles. Perios. Yeah. I, I knew you were big in the wild kingdom stuff, so that's good. Um, so far, okay, so we're, we're a little bit more than halfway through here, Mr. Durka Durka. Um, are, are, you, are you sensing that perhaps you and your arch nemesis have more in common than maybe you realized? Maybe, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. That's good. Um, and, 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 when, and when we're done asking these questions, I, I've got a couple for you because I really do, I want to walk away from this summit, uh, just like if it were Camp David, I want to walk away from this summit feeling like we've gotten a little bit closer to detente. Okay, question number six. You're a big hunter, Mr. Hammer. Big, big hunter. Everybody knows that. Everybody talks about it. How do you, for those of us out there who haven't yet begun to be hunters but want to become good hunters, how do you start your hunt? Oh, I'll tell you what. The most important thing is first I find them. Oh, First, I find them. Uh huh. That's a good. Start. Then I spot them. Mm-hmm. Then I shoot them, and then I spew my effluence all over them. <laughs> First, I find them. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm taking notes because I want to start hunting, and and that seems like a pretty surefire way to to bag anything. Um, yeah, okay. good for good for good for gunting too. Oh, good for gunting. That's, you know, it's almost gunting season. It seems like it's gunting season every Tuesday. Um, Okay, so question number seven. Oh, wow. You Don't get hit out there, Mr. Hammer. Sounds like a busy night. Try not to. Yep. You got to have that one-on-one game. Question number seven. uh, What do you say? All right, so let's say it's not the summer now, right? But you're Italian. Everyone knows you're Italian. And Italian people... Yeah, that's, I guess, okay, it depends on who you ask and what day it is, but you're one of those descents. And when, Iraqi. You, when you go, <laughs> when you go, what do you say to yourself? You're about to go out, you've got your olive oil all over, and you're going you're gonna to start to get tan. You're going to lay out in the sun. What do you say to yourself? Uh, today I am going dark. Oh. I am going dark. Oh. Yeah. Going dark. See, now, here's yeah. something, uh, uh, Mr. Durka Durka. I- I'm not going to go into details of your heritage because I don't really think it's relevant. But it's not as easy for you to go dark, is it? No. No, it's not. My Irish heritage, uh, it's tough. And, uh, and, and, you know, one of the things I think we can just kind of bury the hatchet on, you know, between you two is that always kind of going back to that, right? Mr. Hammer, you don't have to always make him feel bad about where his ancestors came from. He can't, there's nothing you can do about that. That's just part of who he is. So um, just again, let's just try to move things forward. Okay. Eighth and final question, Mr. Hammer. And by the way, I, I know that it's been kind of a, a, a construct. It's kind of been constricted. It's been very much legally bound to these certain questions, but I do want to make sure that you know how much, I appreciate you coming on the show because you could be anywhere tonight and you chose to be here. So question number eight, the eighth and final question. And then I've got a couple of questions for Mr. Durka. Don't you think, don't you think after all this time, after all the insults, after all the posts, after all the cartoon characters, after all the name calling and everything else, don't you think it's time that you finally buried the hatchet with Mr. Durka? Damn it. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it no, here, folks. No, I think that, <laughs> so that you're going to ask me a question about what to do with the free-flowing river when you wanted to make electricity. But I guess we won't. <laughs> so, fart hammer, you pussy. You see what you made us do? You made us do this terrible comedic bit. And next time, be a fucking man calling yourself. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fake hammer, folks. Fake hammer, everybody. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow is right. Uh, just you never know who's going to call in. Well, okay. So here's my first question for you, and I was going to ask it right before he called. Um, so fantasy football, right? Part of fantasy football is you do the draft, you do the waiver wire, you start your players, you try to win some money. Uh, and, and I might say, and this is no bullshit, you've done a really good job uh, this year in particular, you started off with a really rough start. Injuries, uh, you had bye weeks galore. Um, you had the most points scored, but a really rough record. And you've turned it all the way around. So hats off to you. No shit. Um, but the question is, um, with fantasy football feuds, are they ever more than just a gag? Are they real? Uh, not for me. No, um, not at all. Okay. Um, and I, I think I appreciate the compliment about turning it around, but I think that ended this week when I sat two guys I should have started and lost when I shouldn't have. So uh, while I still have the most points, um, I'm not the uh, I'm certainly not the coach of the week. Yeah, I mean, but but whatever. I think if you take a look at so far coach of the year. Um you're in the running. Um, our commissioner isn't, but you are for sure. Um, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. And I'm falling apart at the seams too. All you got to do is get in that eighth spot. You're in the eighth spot and, and you're ready to rock and anything can happen in the playoffs. All right. So my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, any, any thoughts in general about, um, this season, our league, um, anything at all, your team, like, uh, how's it going for you? Like how's fantasy football going for you this year? I think it's going pretty well. I mean, I, 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 if I could ever start my full team, I, I, I'd feel really good. Um, you know, between Barkley, Chubb, um, I had to trade Gronk because he was hurt. Uh, I shouldn't even say trade. I dropped him. I straight up dropped him because I didn't have enough players to field the team because I had to start winning a game here and there. Um, but between Chubb, Barkley, now even this week, Somebody who I picked up that's been contributing broke his finger. Uh, Russell Wilson has been on my bench the whole time. I stupidly started him, and he's got me 5.6 points. Mm. So it's a bit of a shit show, um, Mr. Hazard. And uh, if they all came together, I'd be excited. But I can also say there's a lot of guys in the league in the same boat. You know, yeah. uh, It's not just me. Um, but it's been, there's been an extraordinary amount of injuries. Um, you know, the random last-minute COVID benching. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been a challenging year, um, but you're right. I still lead the league in points, and um, unless something really goes wrong, I think I'm trending in the right direction. We'll all, we'll all sneak into the playoffs and maybe maybe surprise some people. There you go, absolutely. And I think it, just one more, I think factual statement: when we blew up the league and we went from keepers and we took COVID off, and then we decided, okay, you know what, fuck keepers, everyone's going back in the pool. Most Uh, I don't know if I'd say most. There were some GMs that kind of made out um, because they didn't have great keepers. They didn't have, 
you know, they they had drafted, they had, they had traded away a lot of their draft picks. I would say that there was a couple GMs that really got fucked, and you, I think, were one of them. Um, I think you had some pretty good keepers, and I think you didn't really trade away much in terms of draft picks. So I think if anybody really has an argument that this was a, a disservice to do to people, it would be you. And instead of bitching about it and bellyaching about it, you just fucking went forward and, and put together a pretty good season so far. Lots of time left, but you're in a good position. Okay. Um, my next question. What exactly is an Irish Jew? I don't know. I don't know. I will say that the fart hammer is a very good marketing person, very good communications person. You know, once you say something 17,000 times, it just becomes a fact. Um, that's right. So I, I don't really know. I don't know either, but I, and I do want to just one quick serious note on the hammer. Uh, he, you know, he is uh, much, much maligned sometimes, but the reality is this. The league wouldn't be the same without him. Um, I'm hope he, I hope he listens to this. He might not, probably won't. But if he does, I want him to know that, you know, all the bullshit aside, like, it's good to have a guy like him in the league. A, he's fucking good at it. He really is. He takes it seriously. He might oh, pretend, no doubt. He might no pretend doubt. to come to the draft. Oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he's, he knows how to move throughout the season. Um, he doesn't like to lose, which I love. He's competitive. Um, and, you know, he, he doesn't have any problem throwing, you know, insults out there and uh, usually taking them as well. So I, I think he's uh, an A-plus member of the league. And if he ever got the impression that anyone felt otherwise, I'm just going to try to put that to rest right now. Might not. Oh, that, that's, that's good because we're supposed to be arch nemesis and all that. But I think he's literally the, the foundation of the league. And um, as much as some of the things he says hurt my feelings, <laughs> um, he uh, he's not only hilarious and deranged, but, uh, you know, I think we, we exchanged some texts this week. Um, I really do think he, he kind of is the league. Yeah. He's a big part of it. I mean, honestly, if you take him out of the league, the league becomes a lot less fun. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't yeah. be any fun, but it'd be less fun. You know, he, he definitely brings absolutely, a absolutely. To it. Yeah. He goes places. Yeah, where, no doubt. Yeah, he goes places where other people don't necessarily have the guts to go. Um, you know, <laughs> and we've oh, all no yeah. we've all toned it down over the years as far as what pictures we'll put out there. And 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 you had a good one today, by the way, which will go un- undescribed but um you know we've all kind of toned it down but he i have a book of some of the old you know posts from the old league printed out and when you go through the book and it's a big fucking book it's like a catalog of depravity and when you look through the book <laughs> like 60 percent of it is him and funny oh shit. i bet i remember yeah i remember just some dark i mean truly some dark stuff really funny stuff so no I, doubt. I spent i remember one year i forget i think it was 2012 or 13 i don't know when it was but i i, I printed these things up at staples I, I made like you know whatever it was 10 of them bound them really nice and I, the two things I remember from doing that was a, the look on the person's face at Staples when I went in to pick up <laughs> these fucking. It was like I was presenting to Price Waterhouse Coopers or something. It's like I had like it was perfectly aligned, full color. You know what I mean? Bound. They didn't. They weren't cheap. And the look on their face was disgust. And then, uh, like maybe six months into the season, my son somehow came across. 
she somehow came across it when I didn't realize it, looked through the entire thing. And, you know, and then after I didn't realize he'd even seen it, he's like, dad, you know, who's, who's fart hammer. And I'm just like, Oh no. So he had seen the, the book of secrets. It's almost like finding your dad's porn collection. Uh, only worse. <laughs> Cause there's a lot worse than porn in there. Um, Anyway, now I've talked enough. We had uh, we had our friend uh, Fake Hammer on. What are some of your thoughts? Some of your positions? I know you might not have. You know, you're a busy working guy like everybody else. But just off the cuff, just some general thoughts about fantasy football. General thoughts about how our league is structured. Anything at all. Favorite players. Favorite teams. Whatever. It's your mic. Well. Um, you know, non fantasy football, we, we have this in common. We're, we're, we're both Raiders fans and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm crushed. I'm crushed again. Um, you know, I, I got my hopes up probably this year more than maybe more than ever. Um, it's been 18 years since, um, they've been at the Super Bowl, which I was there and, um, it's been pretty depressing since then. Um, so from a real football perspective, I'm, I'm pretty bummed about that. And of course the past found their quarterback immediately. The kid looks amazing. So I'm, I'm kind of pissed because um, the Pats look like they're right back on track, which is uh, amazing. Yep. Um, and a bummer for folks that are, you know, most normal fans or fans of teams that, you know, aren't in the Super Bowl every few years. Um, so from a real football perspective, that's that's my, my first thought. Um, Fantasy-wise, like I said, I, I think – it's been a strange year and, and even I suppose this is non-fantasy like the past couple of weeks, if I, if I gambled more, I, I could be homeless. Um, it's been some really strange games, yeah. uh, where I, I, you know, those polls, you know, those, those tournaments when you're not even, you don't even have a spread. You're like, who's going to win? You're like, well, obviously, you know, so-and-so is going to win. It's, it's, I would have been wrong more than half the time in the last two weeks. So it's been really uh, a strange year. Yeah. yeah. And then also fantasy wise, like I got really lucky at the draft. I, I went RB, 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 and then tried to get what I thought were, were going to be a couple of wide receiver twos who turn out to be the number one wide receiver. And I think the fourth wide receiver. So I got a lot of dumb luck in my draft. And if my running backs get healthy, I'm uh, like I said, I'm, I'm feeling um, probably more confident than usual this time of year, considering my crappy record. I like it. Yeah, I mean, health of your team is such a big, big part of this uh, working out. Um, I want to go back to two things you said, though. I am a Raiders fan. I've been a Raiders fan since I've been five. And you mentioned the Pats kind of reloading. And absolutely true. Um, I I don't hate them for that. But what I will say is this. I will say that... Everybody in our league is a true Pats fan, okay? There are people in our league that used to go to Sullivan Stadium, Foxborough Stadium, they sit in the fucking bleachers and all that shit, and they're real fans. But I will also say that there are a tremendous amount of fake fucking Pats fans, a tremendous amount, way more fat on that bone than almost any other team. And it's not surprising, right? You have a team that's got a quarterback like Brady that wins all those championships year after year, they got a curmudgeon coach. They're up in New England, fucking crazy fans, snow, all that shit. Of course, you're going to have a bunch of fans jump on the bandwagon. Of course, you're going to have a bunch of people that really don't give a shit, that pretend to give a shit. And then when Tom Brady leaves, they go buy a fucking Tampa Bay jersey. Those aren't Pats fans, everybody. They're not. And there's a lot of them. On the contrary, 
Are there a lot of fake Raiders fans? No, there's not. Because if you're a Raiders fan and you declare it as such, you've got to be a real fan because they've sucked balls since 2002. It's been really hard. It's been depressing. And this year there was a glimmer of hope. They were 5-2. and two. They go in the wrong direction. Every week it's fucking this guy's killing this person. This guy's writing this email. It's just like never ending with the team. And I think the reason why that's happening to our beloved Raiders I think really karma is a real thing. Karma in life is a real thing. Karma in relationships is a real thing. And I think karma in the NFL is a real thing too. And I love Al Davis. I loved him when he was alive. He was absolutely a pioneer, changed the game, revolutionized the sport, revolutionized marketing the sport. Um, He did more for the NFL than most people realize, but He was also a slimy motherfucker who would cut corners, cheat people, steal, rob, break rules. I don't know if you remember uh, Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes was a cornerback for the Raiders, and he used to put so much fucking stickum all over his hands, on his helmet, everywhere, that he all he'd have to do is come near the ball with his hands or his helmet, and it would fucking stick there. He had so much, so much so that they, they made it illegal because of him. He would put so much on it. They were finally like, all right, well, none of that shit. No more stick them. Then you got, you got fucking, you know, uh, Stingley getting, you know, paralyzed. And you got all kinds of other shit yep. that we've done. And so I think this is, and we were fucking good for so long. But we were fucking, we were good, but we were assholes. So I think that this is like the karmic, you know, equivalent of balancing things out. Like we rode the wave for a long time and now we're getting shit on and I don't think necessarily, I think if you look at the Patriots in terms of NFL karma, they kind of already have paid the piper. They had to deal with the whole deflategate bullshit. They had to deal with a clear and obvious prejudice from, you know, Roger Goodell against the whole yep. team. They had to deal with some bullshit already. So it's almost like they've paid forward their karma um, and we're still fucked. So I don't know what to say, Matt. Yeah. And I mean, maybe leaving Oakland again, maybe that's part of that karma too. I don't know. Yeah, could be. All right, my man, we got, we got time for one more. It can be anything. And and it doesn't, I want to be clear on this. It doesn't have to be about fantasy football stats or waivers or bullshit. Like it can be a story about a draft. It can be uh, anything. It can be any of your names that you've ever had. It can be literally (laughs) any bet you've had, pick a topic. And again, the mic is yours. Huh. Wow, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Hazard. Um, so, a couple of weeks ago, I, I got my first relatively big score in uh, DFS on uh, DraftKings, and um, it was, uh, you know, like usually, like if I'm winning, you know, I do the small things. I might be winning fifty or hundred bucks or three hundred bucks or something. But this one, that I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm up, like I'm, I'm winning twenty five hundred bucks with like five minutes to go, and I'm like counting my money um and i know what farham would say about that and um <laughs> you know yeah, <laughs> needless needless to say yeah needless to say like i ended up at like i can't i think it was 750 and i was still pleased with that because it cost like five bucks to get into it but i was yeah. like this is um this is fun like to really i've gotten into dfs and i know we did it last season and i will say that i got zero props because I dominated the league, and nobody said a goddamn thing. <laughs> I think it was because it was four of us in the league. It was me, you, maybe Ugly Child, and Kamish. You, you, you did well. It. You did. You did. You did well too. But like, 
anyway. I want to um, so I'm getting better. I'm getting better at that. One, want a little bit of money here and there, and uh, that that kind of makes me happy. I like, I, I, I love DraftKings. I wish it was, uh, more, you know, legal in the state that I live in. Yeah. Um, wait. So it's not in that. It's not in Maine. No. Oh, holy shit! God, they are no, so, you so got weird. It. You guys opened the door for medical marijuana way before everybody open the door for recreational, but you won't let people bet on games, huh? Interesting. Yeah. My, my town, as I'm sure you're aware, considering I believe you used to live here, oh. um, literally on, on, uh, one of the main routes that goes North South, um, it smells like weed and, um, it's kind of weird. Um, my kid's like, what's that mean, daddy? I'm like, well, sweet dirt, you know, it's hard to explain what the sweet dirt means or, um, you know, East Coast cannabis. Um, but, yeah, they smell it now. And they think it's a skunk, and I keep telling them there's lots of skunks in Elliot. Which, by the way, that's not untrue. <laughs> that's not untrue. I used to live there, like you said, and they're fucking everywhere, those goddamn skunks. Um, some of those, some of those, I know what you mean. I've driven down that same road and thought to myself, wow, it's so weird. Because when I, I moved out of Maine in 2019, and... I think maybe one of those businesses might have been there, but they were way undercover. Now it's like you're driving down, you know, the main cannabis highway. You know, it's like everywhere you look. Yeah. And you go into Kittery and it's the same thing. And I'm not saying yeah. it's a bad thing or yeah. a good thing. It's just a different thing. It's it's uh, it's definitely, look, there's a market there. You know what I mean? Like my, my son actually yeah. works for a company that manufactures wholesale marijuana products for distribution to those places. And it's literally always busy. They just so so that means that just like the liquor store is always busy on the traffic circle, and just like every other liquor store is busy everywhere in the whole fucking world, there's a market for it, and economy will dictate what the market is going to yield. And if there's money that's going to be spent oh, yeah. on a product, people are going to sell it. Oh no doubt, man! Like those parking lots are full at those places. I know there's a market for it. Yeah. And uh, it's good for your son because I've got a relative who's um, kind of upstream from this. And the business plan he showed me was um, it kind of like it was beyond extraordinary with the um, types of money that you can make in that business. Oh, yeah. 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 Like hundreds of millions. (laughs) um, Yeah. I'm trying to buy into that. But my my five grand I can afford to invest isn't going to return too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you get to that, I mean, it, it, it's, it happened so long ago. There's one place in Portland that I think they've got four of the eight original marijuana licenses and for medical. And they're all owned by this like West Coast investment consortium that's got like three NBA players. And, you know, once it gets to that. Level, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. And, you know, John Boehner, who used to be the Speaker of the House, hardcore Republican. Yeah. He's now like chairman of the board of one of the biggest you know, cannabis, uh, funds. I mean, it's just like, it's just, there's no way it's turning around now. Um, it's going to no. be federally legal soon and it's going to be a, it's going to be a big boom. Listen, I appreciate you taking the time to get on the phone for the oil and water show. It was a different three and out. It was a very special three and out. We tried to bring world peace to the jungle nut football league. I don't know if we succeeded. I think we might've made it worse. Um, but we, we definitely tried. We, we gave it a best effort, and sometimes you, you bring uh, your best deal points to the table, and sometimes they are accepted, and sometimes they're ignored. 
in this case, we had, a, you know, we kind of had, you know, somebody participate, but I'm not sure if it's going to mean much. Um, but at the end of the day, I do want to say that whatever happens between you guys, it was one of my first questions, you know, are fantasy football feuds real? I don't think this one is real. I think it's just part of the fun of the league. And um, in the same way that his antics make the league, your ability to put up with his antics is also just as uh, just as nice to have. So uh, thank you for being part of the league. I hope you uh, – I think all those players of yours, those good ones you were talking about, I hope they all get hurt. Um, <laughs> and I uh, thank you again for coming on the show. The entire audience is on their feet. They've got pictures of whatever a Durka Durka would look like on a T-shirt. That's what they've got. Uh, so thank you for taking the time, my friend, and I hope you have a great night. My pleasure. All thank right. you very much. Take care. Take care. See ya.